Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elements of Life with me, Chad, my good bud, Lucas. Yeah. Uh, today we'll be discussing the book, uh, it's called Models, it's by Mark Manson. It's um, uh, a book, I mean, it's mostly centered around like dating, but I guess the cool thing is, I mean, honestly, it could be, it's, it's kind of like a self-help book, I guess you could say, and it could be applied to like almost any sort of relationship outside of just you know the dating game i guess so uh to start things off i think um i thought this book was, was really cool man honestly i wish that we i had read this book 20 years ago yeah listening to that the first half of it especially it was not your typical no. like shitty pickup line yeah, gimmicky, and like, like basically like faking who you are right yeah, yeah. Like a lot of these other things i think that you know i read back in the day it was like oh just you know i try to pretend like you're this awesome funny attractive guy but you know what i mean it's all about like performing and yeah, i think go this ahead. guy's uh intention is completely the opposite he's like no just like make yourself i mean do cool shit that makes you a cooler interesting person who's more confident more assertive and basically just start being honest with people start being yourself and um one of the bigger things he talks about was uh, vulnerability, which I think to a lot of people, including myself, when I first heard it, it does kind of sound like a weakness, right? But he was talking about, like, think about, like, who who's the more vulnerable guy? The guy who's, um, who's open and honest with other people about his faults and uh, is not afraid to tell the truth versus the guy who's, you know, whatever, say some macho guy, who he's always tries to be perfect. He doesn't ever say anything's wrong. Nothing's ever bothering him. He doesn't open up to people. Um, you know, honestly, I mean, which one of those guys is more stronger emotionally, right? It's the first person because they're not, they're not lying. They're not lying to anyone else. They're not lying to themselves. Um, so I thought that concept was pretty solid. Yeah. I think what I took away from this vulnerability idea that he talked about, is kind of along the same lines as you were talking about is I think as a, you know, and, and granted this, this book to be fair, it is centered more around males and, and dating from the male aspect. Not that you can apply some of the concept concepts from it, you know, if you're female, but for the sake of kind of reviewing this, we're going to be speaking from the male standpoint since right. we're both males. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of guys, we never take the time to self assess and figure out what, we truly enjoy in life you know what what are what are the hobbies that we're passionate about and not just because oh we think it's cool or we'll impress someone but you know what do we truly enjoy and then uphold those in life and i think for me what this whole vulnerability thing was what he was talking about was being willing to take a risk and you know when you're you know, meeting someone new, not trying to reconform your hobbies, your interests, your likes to what you think will impress them, but to just put out there what you enjoy, what you want out of life, um, you know, some deep thought rather than just superficial bullshit all the time. And if that person rejects it, so be it. Like that's to me, that was what was, yeah, that That was was like the idea of being vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. And now that person who wasn't compatible with you, you aren't going to end up with because you are yourself. And that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, let's say you faked it to get 
you know, you invited this person in your life and you faked who you were and what's going to happen? She's eventually going to figure out who the hell you are. Yeah. You can't, can't so fake everything. The point? And then she's going to think you're a liar. Yeah. And you, cause you were lying and it's not going to work out. And I don't know. It's just, man, it's, it's so simple, but it's, I don't know. And I think like, you know, you can take all these principles and apply it to any part of your life, not just pick it up on girls, but just being honest mm-hmm. and like, the upside is so huge versus the downside is pretty limited. Well, and I think too, what I really liked about this book is it was, I didn't feel like it was a lot of just, Oh, how to pick up girls, but it was more how to live a healthy and satisfying lifestyle from your own perspective and how that can translate into building a healthy relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, the idea of being vulnerable, you know, kind of goes into another concept that he talks about. And this kind of really hit home with me from, you know, past dating experiences when I really took the time to self-assess is he talks about how you, when you first meet someone, right, you worry so much. It's it's like you validate their yourself based on their acceptance of you. And so you're willing to be worried about, you know, will they like me? Will they think I'm intelligent? Um, will they think, you know, my hobbies are cool? And so you'll almost start to manipulate what you enjoy yeah, like in you say, order. What you do. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, looking back, I was completely guilty of that in the past. Oh, like, yeah, me too which I think that reflects, you know, almost a weak character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're lying to them because you want them to like you because you don't like yourself. Yeah. Cause, and yeah. as simple as it is, cause let's say if you're completely content with yourself, what's, what's your lie about? Why do you need to impress anyone? It doesn't matter. Yeah. That idea of getting, you know, turned down or rejected. You're so fearful of that. Yeah. That it's you're, like, yeah, you're willing to sacrifice yourself yeah. because you want to avoid what may be, an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, it's just like embarrassing. Like the stuff I used to do back in the day, man. It's like, you know, just going to gay ass movies. You don't want to go to, or listen to music. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Obviously we all got to make a little bit of sacrifices here and there, but I guess I, oh, it's not so bad. Maybe like doing things for them or now and then as much as it is getting rid of things that you truly enjoy. Now that's the sad part is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Let's say you used to love fishing, hunting, whatever the heck it is, and you stopped doing that because that person doesn't like it. It doesn't matter. You should still do it. You should still hang out with your friends and do that stuff because it's good for you because what you like to do makes you feel good. Yeah. And eventually you're going to start hating that person's guts so they don't let you do what you want to do. What I think you hit the key is, in a, you know, in a relationship, you know, we're not saying that you should never do something with your partner because you don't enjoy it. You know, there is this idea of compromising, right? And I think for me, an easy way to explain what I'm saying is I don't like country music at all. Like I just don't. Now, if I was dating someone and they were really into country music, I'm not going to just fake and be like, Oh yeah, I love country music. I'll let them know. Like, I don't like it. But if they wanted to go to, I don't know, country music yeah. festival whatever whatever Same country music names. people do i don't know <laughs> like i'll go yeah support them yeah, yeah because they I enjoy do, it you know they go with a friend but yeah you know yeah <laughs> but on the same token you know 
my music, I really enjoy EDM. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop listening to that just because they don't enjoy it, right? I'm not going to sacrifice who I am because it may not necessarily line up with who they are. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to say. Yeah, that's the, the biggest part of it for sure. It's just I think it's just being honest with yourself. And if someone does, and maybe that's and that's good because that, like we talked about, that that weeds out. And it basically, he's talks about like being polarizing. Yeah. How it's better, it's better to overly be yourself than it is to be nobody, right? Meaning like, uh, you know, maybe, I think one of the big things he talks about was like, like sexuality. How a lot of like girls are attracted to the guys who are just like open about it. Mm-hmm. And, but he's like, think about it though, man, if you're, if you're open about your sexuality, you're going to creep some women out. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's just going to happen. Some girls are going to really going to like it, but you're going to creep out some, right? Yeah. He's like, but it's better to be that way and be true to who you are. And cause the thing is the girls you do attract are going to be extremely attracted to you. Cause most guys don't talk like that versus who cares if the other girls are creeped out? Like it doesn't matter. Right. Like, he said it's is like it's better to be that way than to be neutral, right? To be closed off, because now no one's like sure maybe some girls will be somewhat attractive, but you're not gonna get like that over the top attraction. But at the same time, I guess you're not gonna creep out anyone. But again, like like but like it doesn't it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, just by by playing Switzerland all the time, as as the saying goes. Yeah, yeah, you you're not gonna get the lows but you're not gonna get the highs either yeah it's just middle ground bullshit exactly you know if you want to find that partner that you just really click with and you have that same desire and that same passion you have to be willing to take the chance put yourself out there be you have to be okay getting rejected in order to find what you want yeah like if you yeah as you're saying if you just play neutral all the time you're never really gonna not only express who you are but you're probably not gonna find out who they are at least not at first and even even worse man is like if you're constantly suppressing how you really feel about shit over time what's gonna happen like that part of your brain is just gonna get smaller and smaller and smaller until the point where like you never and now you don't know who the hell you are because you've suppressed who you you were supposed to be for so long that for you to stick up it's it's just it's just too much it's like too much to even go there so it's just not worth it so you're not gonna stick up for yourself so that you can also think about that way too. It's like, what's the downside of me not telling someone else what my needs are is that eventually it's going to get really bad. Well, yeah. I think that's, that's how resentment yeah. takes hold. And you know, if you truly, you know, or if you truly want to make a relationship work, if you truly love someone, if you get to that point, whatever, you should be willing to maybe go through a little discomfort to express, you know, who you truly are. Right. So that way you avoid resenting them. Right. I know. I, I think we talked about this. I remember thinking like, oh man, that would just be so cool if, you know, you just, you'd never fight. You know, you never had a disagreement. You guys were but like, that's not realistic because we all have different thoughts or different experiences. We think different ways. We've heard different things that I'm not saying, I mean, you know, you're not going to go crazy and just like, get pissed off at your partner or friend, whoever, but like, it's okay if you disagree on things like that's, that's good. And that's normal. It doesn't mean that, that you don't like them anymore. It's just, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, yeah. If a, if a couple never disagrees, do they ever grow together as a couple? Yeah, exactly. There's no way because they don't know what the heck you even want. Yeah. And not only that, but man, I remember he said that a, it's funny as a, a woman can be pissed off and extremely turned on at the same time. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense because she found a guy that stood up to her or maybe, you know, maybe, I don't know, months, years, whatever the heck it was. She hasn't been able to find a guy who she liked who stood up to her. And she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He's pissing me off, but I can't believe he just said that. That's, this is awesome. Well, you always hear how confidence is a huge attraction for for a woman you know seeing confidence in a guy I, i'm sure it ranks you know either right before or right behind yeah you know sense sure. of humor i feel like those when i talk to women those are the two that i always hear is confidence sense of humor right and so i feel like yes you know when you are willing to to uphold your beliefs and who you are as a guy you you display confidence Mm -hmm. and and i I think that's important in both genders is to have enough confidence to express who you are and what you want and your desires yeah no yeah yeah, you're right it takes yeah because think about it um man he he talked about how like we discussed at the very beginning is how you know most kids aren't raised by their dads anymore and so he said that, okay, so most boys and girls are raised by their mom. So we're constantly trying to please women, right? So we're trying to please our mom. And then we go to school. Most teachers are what? The women. So now we try to please these women. And then speaking as a guy, it's like now we're trying to please other women we're trying to date because we think we can like be nice to them to death. Like, oh, if she can just discover how nice I am. The thing about that, it's like for you to show that girl how nice you are, you have to be a liar Yeah. because we're not nice. Like, I'm not saying you can't be kind from time to time. We all are, but we also all have crappy thoughts. We go, we have bad days. We have, you know what I mean? We're not all good. We all have crappy thoughts from time to time and that's fine. Yeah. We can't hide that. Yeah. And the more and more you try to hide to be this overly nice guy, like do like, Girls into it, like, I think if a guy noticed it, a girl noticed it a year ago, they're always a step ahead of us with their intuition. They really are. They pick up on that shit. They can smell the bullshit. So it's just better just to be honest with them. Yeah. You know, the next thing that he talks about in this book is really two things. The needy guy and the narcissistic guy. And so I want to turn the mic over to you. Um, explain what he means by the needy guy and what he means by narcissistic, because I think it's very important to make the distinction between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I feel like a common trap that guys fall into when they're, they don't want to appear needy is they cover that up with yeah. narcissism. They turn into the bro. Yeah. So narcissistic go. bro. Yeah. So explain what each you of those are. All the time, man. It's like, exactly. It's in high school. They were the needy guy. And then in college, they're like, oh, well, this isn't working out. So I'm going to be this douchebag because. So what is the needy guy? So, kind of uh, give a summary. Guy, I mean, it's, it's just basically 
you're putting other people's needs in front of your own. You're, you're trying to people please. You're trying to say all the right things. Every single thing that you do and say is literally to seek approval um, of other people. You, you know what I mean? You literally just say what you think that they want to hear to get them to like you. It's not even what you even believe. So you're basically a big liar. <laughs> yeah. And, and let me, I'll give an example because I'm going to call myself out on this. Like I used, I was a needy guy. I was um, looking back after I read this book and I actually took some time to be honest with my, myself and self-analyze looking back. I was a needy bitch, dude. Just, <laughs> oh man. And, and, and this was I almost, I think I'm still in recovery though. Myself. It was, it was hard for me to, like I remember listening to this book and there was parts where I would just cringe cause I was like, Oh my God, I did that. And let me give you a, you know, a re- like, eh, semi-recent example. I, this was probably six months ago, maybe a little more. I, I don't know. Um, you know, I was kind of, I was just in the beginning phase of seeing this chick. I don't want to say chick. That's kind of derogatory. This, this, <laughs> this woman, I was yeah. in the beginning phase of seeing this woman and uh, I had plans to do, a, you know, a fantasy football draft. You were in that one, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those we could either, you know, just do it online or we could go and, and meet up at someone's house and do it. And I was going to meet up at someone's house. Well, this woman texted me kind of last minute and was like, hey, you know, I am able to hang out tonight because at first she wasn't able to. She's like, hey, I'm able to hang out tonight you know, do you still want to get together? And, and you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I, you know, I was going to go over to my buddy's house, do the fantasy draft there, hang out, you know, just spend some time with the guys. What I ended up doing was I did it online real quick because then I was able to bail on that and then go out, you know, for this evening out with this woman. And looking back, you know, I think that's a good example of a needy guy, right? You know, I had prior, prior plans with my guy friends and it's important for guys to have those guy relationships you know there's a lot of healthy uh male habits that are formed by guys hanging out with guys and yet i skipped out on that because i was too afraid and um not confident enough to say hey you know no I, i can't hang out tonight i'm sorry you know, why don't we reschedule for a different night? But instead I was the needy guy and just, you know, bent the women and, and changed my plans, you know, because I didn't want to cause a conflict. I didn't want to disagree and whatnot. And I, I think for me, that was a good example of what being a needy guy is. Yeah, no, dude, I've had a ton of those stupid examples as well, sadly. But I mean, at least like you learn from it, right? So in the future, you know, future dates, future relationships, you'll kind of know. So I don't know. It's kind of annoying, but at least you learn something from it. And uh, it's weird, man, how we'll we'll put the vagine on the pedestal sometimes over like everything. I remember that was totally me, especially like in high school. I'd always like blow off friends and stuff to boy hang out with some chick or something. Yeah. It's so so depressing. Those male hormones, (laughs) they'll get you. Those put, put blinders on. Right. That's uh, kind of shitty looking back. Uh, well, so, you know, we kind of we gave an example about the needy guy. Let's talk about the narcissistic guy, because I think that is a common 
trend you know like yeah, you were like saying a, earlier it's a pr- progression but it's not it's like it's like you tried one approach and now you like you basically take the completely opposite approach it's like an overcorrection. yeah it really yeah. is it's not it's not all of a sudden that you found this self-confidence it's actually still you're very you're weak. still needy yeah you still, you're trying to put on this persona of being this really strong person but it's not genuine yeah it's still not who you are no you're full of shit yeah you're just you're just trying to act like a bro you know you're basically just being mean and i don't know not still but still but at the end of the day it's you're still performing and i think that's the issue is that like the performance and he talks about like you really need to try and like your your true self now he gave an example of you know basically the the common needy guy we just talked about and then he's like oh well this obviously this doesn't work out so I need to change myself because the girls that I like always end up with these douchebag guys. So I need to be this guy. So then a guy becomes this narcissistic douche, starts to act like a big jerk and starts getting some girls to notice him. And then it just creates just, you know, more douchey behaviors. But what's interesting is he talked about is how narcissistic guys attract narcissistic women. Oh yeah. That was an interesting concept. Yeah. Cause yep. he's like, they they basically want women in their life just for a look. It's not for relationship as much as they want a hot girl by their side so that way they can go through their life. Yeah. And she just, you know, she's something to look at and to boost their own self-confidence. Yeah, they're not looking for that yeah. intelligent woman right. who, you know, can think deep, can really provide, you know, something to the relationship and has self-confidence in herself and yeah. of her own. But rather they're just looking for like you said that really physically attractive woman to you know to boost what is their own really weak confidence in in the guy yeah yeah that's pretty cool and i think you know i know probably about three years ago there again that was i went through my narcissistic phase or i feel like the slang term is bro phase is a lot of yeah guys calling it is it is an overcorrection and for sure like because you do get you know, I've done it too. And I think you do get more attention. Oh, you do. Definitely. Like girls are like, oh, this guy is different or whatever. It's not healthy attention though. No. Yeah. Cause now you're, you're attracting just shitty girls you want to talk to or be yeah. with anyways. That's not a weird thing. Is that like how much, just because of what a person looks like a girl, we're willing to deal with them potentially just not being compatible or not even really being a good person. It's kind of sad. Well, I think, yeah, well, yeah, no, I agree. And I think a lot of that goes back to a guy not having enough confidence in himself to look deeper beyond the physicalness and what, what do they want in a partner long-term and, and you know, what can that partner bring to the relationship as far as intellect and, I know it's almost like you never even thought about it. It's just that like you're told how to be in life, right? you're supposed to do all these things. And one of the things is like, as dudes, it's always like, Oh, she's so, she's so hot. So it's like your goal was, that was it. The goal was never like, Oh, find a girl you're compatible with. The goal was just find a smoking hot chick. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, think about what back in, you know, your early twenties, right? When you start dating a new girl, what do guys always ask themselves or, ask the other guys oh you know how hot is she you right. know yada yada that's it and i feel like the opposite when women and i don't know i've i've not been in many 
women dating circles, yeah. you know, to, to hear what they ask, you know, their fellow female friends. But, you know, from the limited knowledge that I do have, I feel like, you know, they may ask, you know, and obviously women still, oh, there's a How certain, much money does he make? I mean, well, yeah, like, well, I, maybe they might not come out right and say that, but. What does he do? For exactly. I feel like that's the common question. Oh, you know, what does he do? You yeah. know, is he educated? Right. And so can some of that still be considered superficial? Sure. But I feel like from a woman's standpoint, they're looking more at, you know, the intelligence of a guy yeah, and the work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about was like all the, the tangible things that would, you know, if you really want to get down to the basic level of stuff is like, what does this guy have that would make it easier for me to have babies? Does he have a good job? Is he smart? Is he hardworking? Is he ambitious? Blah, 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 blah. Can he protect me? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And really, it all comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Like, inadvertently, whether a girl wants to have kids or not, it's like all the basic needs that she wants from a guy basically come down to well, that. And the same thing for a guy. Uh, uh, an attractive woman who has this, like, ideal, like, hip-to-waist ratio is a girl who has a higher chance of having healthy babies. Yeah. If you look at it from a very primitive standpoint, that is, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Right. But I think, and you know, in another episode, we talked about that article in the economist and actually in Jordan Peterson's book, he talks about this too, how general, you know, and the trend is generally speaking, women will look for a guy that they feel is, in an equal or higher social standing than they are as far as, you know, intellect, his work ethic, you know, job and yeah. whatnot. And yeah, they how, date up. The, exactly. <laughs> they, yeah, they date like, up. At least even. And, and you know, and that, and I say that as an applaud towards women. I really do. Uh, and it makes sense. Cause like we talked about earlier, it's like the last episode. Yeah. That's how it really is up to the girl to be selective to carry better genes along and to have someone who's going to be there for her kids. Well, and yeah, and it's, and it is like, you know, women do have generally speaking, I'm trying to think how to say this properly. So if you look at it, it, it would be easier for a woman to just go out and find a guy to date, right? They could, you know, it's, they could go out and say, Oh, Hey, you know, you want to go out on a date? The guy's probably going to say yes. Now, to be fair, though, to find a quality male, to find someone that they feel is in that equal or higher social standing than them, there's actually the research out there now is showing that it's harder for women to find that quality guy than it is for guys to find that quality woman. Like we said in another episode, in that article from The Economist, there's more women obtaining higher degrees now, more women that are becoming, I don't necessarily like this term, but the breadwinner. And now switching sides, the guy, and we've talked about this, they, you know, for whatever reason, look more at just the physical attractiveness and are less likely to find a mate based on intellect, you know, social, you know, I don't want to say social standing, like it's a bad thing, but someone that they feel is more equal, they will generally, as Jordan Peterson puts it, date down. Yeah, yeah, they're willing to look past all the other stuff if they can find someone that looks a certain way, or even, or just to be able to find anyone. 
I think a guy who doesn't have a lot of options is just basically willing to find any chick who is a chick. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think that there again goes back to a lack of self-confidence in the guy and being willing to sacrifice who he is in order just to find a partner? Yeah, I think it's probably a lot of it for sure. Or even it's and also just a, a guy that, yeah, exactly. He's never really like thought about this stuff or even worse. He just never really tried to work on himself and just accepted that, Oh, some guys are just good with girls and I'm just not. So they're just willing to like take the breadcrumbs left on the floor, <laughs> just take what's left over. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it is something that as guys you have to, you have to look at and know what you want for yourself in life and then be willing to put that out there. Like we, we, we talked about vulnerability earlier. You have to be willing to be vulnerable and be willing to not have your self-worth be dependent on a woman saying yes or no. You, know, you have to be okay being rejected. You know, go up, hey, you want to, you know, I think you're attractive. I, I want to talk to you, get to know you more. Do you want to go for a drink? If they say no, that doesn't mean you're a shitty person. It just may mean that, you know, that your timing was wrong. Right. Maybe the situation is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She could have a boyfriend. She could have just got a relationship, whatever, all kinds of things. And yeah, that'd be so cool if you, you know, if, as a, a young male, if you could get that out of your, your head early, like, you know, let's say someone told you, Hey, go up to a hundred women this year and ask them if, if they want to, you know, hang out sometime, whatever. And if you could get rejected like 85 of those times, think about how you truly get to the point of like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you really. It's kind of like a, like a telemarketer, right? Think how many times they say no before they get a yes. It's probably, I don't know, one to 5% of the time they should get a yes. Mm-hmm. And just rejection, rejection, rejection. I'm sure, you know, after a few months of hearing that, they could care less. Okay, all right, have a good day, bye. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. And I think of like what you potentially miss out on all those, you know, all those situations, girls, relationships, or even, you know, outside of just dating, but like opportunities to to try something new, right? Like, you know, whatever it is, kayaking, mountain climbing, snowboarding, that you didn't take the opportunity because it might not work out. It's Mm kind of crappy. Life's short, man. Like, you know, we only have so much time. And I think like, dude, older we get it's like i swear a year goes by in like a couple months now and before you know you're old and those opportunities are gone forever yeah all because you can pull your head out of your ass and just take a chance oh that's a good yeah because you're too afraid to yeah to hear no right so i don't well we're kind of running over time on this episode i mean what do you think what should be the the top two takeaways you name one I'll name the other. Uh, I, I think, I think it's really important to sit down, actually think about what the heck do you want? What do you want? Like, who cares what your friends want? Who cares what society wants? You know, do you, let's whatever. Like, if you were wanting a nice body or you want to make a ton of money or all this stuff, like, to really think about what this stuff means to you, what you're willing to sacrifice to get it, and is it actually worthwhile? And if and if it is worthwhile, then yeah, like, you know, continue at it. But, but I think there's been a lot of things that I've really been looking at lately that 
but I'm just like, it's, it's not worth it. It's not, you know, to make X amount more per year for me to kill myself, to not sleep as much, to sacrifice my relationships and not have any fun to make a certain amount of money more. It's no longer worth it to me. Like that, it's crap. And it took me a little while to figure that out, but I'm glad I have now versus I always thought, um, you know, if I'm doing something that's like entertainment, I always thought like, oh, I'm wasting money or I'm wasting time. I could be working. I could be making money. Instead, I'm spending time and I'm losing money. Mm-hmm. So this feels crappy. But I don't look at it like that anymore. And it's because, you know, I've taken the time to kind of like think it through. So I don't know. I guess that's my biggest thing is like, you know. Do Self-assessment. S- yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, you know, spend some time, write down your thoughts on a computer and think about what you really want out of life instead of what you think other people want. So it's be honest with yourself. I think for me, my big takeaway for this episode and what I would, what I hope, you know, if anyone is listening to these in the future, I would say in a relationship, be willing to compromise but not sacrifice yourself. What I mean by that is obviously, you know, when you bring two people together, no two people are the same. And so there's going to have to be compromises that are made. But as a guy, you should not, or as a woman, you should not be sacrificing yourself and changing your identity just to please your partner. Because number one, you're not doing yourself any favors. And number two, you're not doing your partner any favors because eventually everything's just going to fall apart you know, whether it's from the truth coming out, resentment building up, you know, it's just, you're not building a solid foundation for a long lasting relationship. And so I think that would be my big takeaway is, you know, be willing to compromise, but not willing to sacrifice yourself. So, yeah, it's good, man. All right, guys. Well, I think that concludes today's episode of elements for life. Um, as always, thank you for listening in. Feel free to share the podcast, tell your friends about it. Uh, you know, share it on any of the social media that you guys are on. And as always, you know, leave feedback, especially the stuff that you want us to improve on or, or other topics you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks.